Hey, welcome to Film Friends. I'm your host, Jordan Smith, and with me, as always, co-host Kate Eingorn. Hello. And special guest, Matt Bailey. Hi. Hey, guys. I love that Bailey mixes it up every week. Yeah. I don't, I don't like saying hi. I feel awkward every My time I have to say it. favorite one was when you asked us how we were. How are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so episode 23. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I have a bit of an Oscars hangover. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> well, we've been partying ever since Shape of Water yeah. won Best Picture. I shouted when it won Best Picture. You I was really so did. excited. You popped off. And you know what? Not only did Guillermo deserve it, not only did the writers deserve it, not only did the cast deserve that win, but you deserve that Thank win you. too. Thank you. I've been pulling for it hard if you've been listening. Yeah, yeah. I think Super it's really hard. your campaign to, yeah. to, for it to win is what pushed it over to the edge. True. Also, the city was really happy because you didn't have to burn it down. Yeah, yeah. luckily you didn't <laughs> burn down the city. Hey, I would have done it. <laughs> I was close to burning down the neighborhood for Gary Oldman's win because I was really pushing for my boy DDL, but... I didn't see Darkest Hour, so you know, (laughs) (laughs) so I don't have anything to stand on. Yeah, I mean, he won every he won like what at every award show. Yeah, Gary Oldman, so it was like you saw it coming. Yeah, and it was like, did you see that picture of him online of him fake bowling with all his awards, Mm -hmm. all his trophies? No, he won like nine to ten trophies. Trophies. Just trophies. (laughs) (laughs) He won the the bowling league trophy. He just put it out there. Yeah, so so we're on a bit of a high right now after the Oscars. We all sound like it, too. <laughs> we're all, just we're all like high it. right now. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, uh, another thing, too, is we're back to the roots. There's just three of us in the studio today, and it feels like... I was like, are we in the band now? Yes. Yeah. The roots? Yeah. And it feels good. It feels right. Um, and you know what? The, the film friend that we chose today just also feels very, very <laughs> oh, right it, for this. It yes. felt right yeah (laughs) um yeah so let's let's get into it uh i'm gonna throw it over to bailey because this was your choice and uh so yeah you know what to do so i picked i can't handle myself (laughs) jonathan lipnicki yes yes, oh my god yes childhood star of jerry Maguire, little vampire oh shout out like mike stuart little Stuart Little too, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but then after that, I feel like no one really knew where he went or if he was still acting or not. I didn't, mm-hmm. so I kind of, I, f- I initially just thought it would be funny to pick him, yeah, like a child actor, because I didn't realize this that in Jerry Maguire he was, <laughs> I was watching he was straight up like a baby, yeah, like he's, he's like just yeah. five, six <laughs> years old, he's it's a baby. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I initially picked him because I thought it was funny, and then we watched a newer one that he did just to see where he was at, and that was interesting as well. Yeah. I mean, he's still doing it. He's in a post-production. that He just completed a couple projects. Now, we'll get to his adult movie that we reviewed. <laughs> his um, adult movie. <laughs> his porno. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. There's probably a Jonathan Lipnicki sex oh, tape. I don't out there. He's, know. he's got abs. Yeah, he's... <laughs> hot now yeah <laughs> not <laughs> that he wasn't hot <laughs> oh my god oh, stop. God. he was cute now he's hot yeah. <laughs> this was a very much like uh 
where is he now episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was. Is the episode over? <laughs> I think I corrected my my usage of where we are yeah. mid sentence. Um, Kate, I know uh, I was with you when you were running through his filmography, and it seems like you've seen every movie he's ever been in. I told, I turned to Jordan. I said I've seen more movies that Jonathan Lick. Lip, Lip Nicky is in then Julianne Moore. <laughs> yeah, he might be your little. Do you know he's your favorite actor? <laughs> I I saw him in five movies, which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's probably more. That's I don't know. I don't remember all the other counts of the actors that we've done whose movies you've seen, but that might be top. It, that's not top, but it's high. <laughs> it's very high. I've literally, I saw both Stuart Little's little vampire was my jam. I loved that movie. If you do like percentages of total movies that he's ever been in, you've probably seen more than uh, any of the yeah. other actors. Oh, that's, maybe. I think that's probably true. like, well, he's done a lot as an adult, Yeah. but I've probably seen 50% of his catalog. Yeah. <laughs> and, and now if you're not familiar with Jonathan Lipnicki, you are, <laughs> <laughs> yes. you might just not know it. Um, Two words, round glasses. Yeah. Little boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also gonna, from here on out, call him, Johnny. You're not going to call what I said we should call it. What, Lipnick? Lipnick. Lipnick. <laughs> um, Might get us into trouble. Did you, as, if we're talking about, and I think we are, <laughs> child stars that are, like, grown up, mm-hmm. did you see the interview with Macaulay Culkin on uh, Fallon? Yes. Dude, he talks so weird. He's He talks, he, like, sophisticated. Like, yeah. he... He's oh, very so weird. Sh- he's strange. Like <laughs> I back him. He's, he's definitely strange. strange. But he seems happy with who he is right now. Like yeah. I know he probably went through some shit, just like any child actor mm-hmm. does. Like I, I can't even imagine the pressure. And I was reading something about uh, Johnny, and Ugh. he, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. Do it doesn't I'll switch it up. I'll yeah. find something. <laughs> um, J Lip. Ew. <laughs> Lippy. That's worse than mine. Yeah, he, he, Mr. Lippy. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Lippy. He um he suffered through like anxiety and depression and battles with it constantly. So uh I mean, we've seen it happen to so many child stars. But Lindsay yeah, Macaulay Culkin. That was the first time I've seen him like on TV or something and I was like, eh, you know what, this checks out. He's a little strange. He's yeah, into he's some eccentric stuff. Super weird. Yeah. I but he was him. cool. He was still like lovable. Yeah. Yeah. He was rich he was, rich, guys. He was freaking me out. <laughs> yeah, he was freaking me out. Um, but we're not doing Macaulay Culkin yeah, today. No. We're doing Jonathan Lipnicki. So <laughs> let's jump into what he's probably most known for. Uh, and this is his highest rated movie. And I want to say I'm the only one in the room that this is my first time seeing this movie. Wow. And I cannot wait to get into it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that movie is the 1996 masterpiece. Yes. Jerry Maguire. Truly Jerry. a masterpiece. Honestly, show him the money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, this movie has probably the most, like every line I feel like is a quotable line that exactly. like, people so, say. So I haven't seen this movie, but because some of the lines are some of the most significant like most used lines in film history i feel like i knew like a couple of them like oh i think it's coming up also i was watching <laughs> it with kate and she's like here it comes here it comes <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah this is rated an 83 percent on rotten tomatoes um 1996 
was I, I found this interesting. It was obviously it's a very popular movie now, mm-hmm. but it was it made a shit ton of money. It did, but not on its opening weekend. Mm. I think this is a movie like it cost fifty million to make it on made its like opening. Two hundred sixty or something crazy, right? And well, on its opening weekend, it only made eighteen million. Ah. Well, that's that's surprising, just because I mean I don't know. I know like Tom Cruise was obviously huge, right? And then there's a Cameron Crowe movie where like exactly almost famous was before this. Yeah, I believe. And so. I thought that movie was huge. Like you'd think like. He would be still riding that wave. And there's a lot of hype around it. It took Cameron Crowe three years to write. Yeah. So, like, people were waiting on this project from him. This was the fifth. Well, it, it eventually grossed over $100 million. I think it was it was like $153 million yeah. after when it left theaters. Uh, and um, this was the fifth movie in a row for Tom Cruise that grossed over $100 million while it was in theaters. So, like... You're right. That was a record at the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking, like, so if it only made $18 million opening weekend, like, what was it up against? Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Uh, 96. Uh, Unbreakable. Scream. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, if that could have been a huge thing. Like, what was it up against opening weekend? True. Right. Eh, that's a good point. But it obviously the next week, people word of mouth. Everybody's like, "You gotta see Jerry Maguire. You gotta go see it. <laughs> you gotta, yeah. you gotta show me the money." Um, but uh, yeah, directed by Cameron Crowe. Love Cameron Crowe. Yeah, he's on a hot streak with yeah, almost famous Jerry Maguire, and then I think he did Vanilla Sky after mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. which I like all those movies. And then after that, I don't really. He kind of fell off. I never saw Vanilla Sky. I like it. Does it taste Tom like Cruise? vanilla? Hmm? Does the sky taste like vanilla? Uh, more or less. There's a nice M Night twist. Ooh, so. love so it, M Night twist. I find it kind of funny. We were just on Tay's podcast, and obviously he has some real hot takes about TC Tom Cruise. Um, so Tom Cruise has been on my mind a lot. So I'm I'm glad that good we re- watched this movie and reviewed it because, you know. There's a lot of talk out there about Tom Cruise, and and I just want to get to the bottom of it for myself, my personal opinion. Yeah, because I feel like you've been kind of, you haven't really picked a side. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't because I don't feel strongly either way. Yeah. Like, I don't care about him as a person. Yeah, he was jumping on Oprah's couch, and and (laughs) he's a Scientologist and all that jazz. But I just want to get down to his movies. Yeah. Um, And so, is this his best movie? I think he's great in it. I don't know if I would say it's his best. I would say this is quintessential yeah. Tom Cruise. Yeah. This is and this is peak Tom I Cruise. I would I would agree. That's what I was thinking while I was yeah. watching. I was like, okay, like I'm not the biggest Tom Cruise fan, but this is the era of which I like Tom Cruise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is I love this movie. This movie's great. I loved it as a kid. I still love it now. And I was thinking about because we've been debating about Tom Cruise a lot. And I mm-hmm. right now it just he bugs me. But this was his glory days. I would say like this would be like <laughs> the <laughs> Adam Sandler, like Billy Madison, right. Happy Gilmore stage daddy, of yeah. <laughs> Tom Cruise. And getting back to our film friend, obviously he's in this movie, but Tom Cruise is also. He went out and said that that's his favorite actor. Wait, John Lipnicki's his favorite actor. 
<laughs> yep, Tom Cruise just loves him. He yep. said that last week. Yeah, other way around. So Jonathan Lipnicki, his favorite actor, is Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I uh, I genuinely thought Tom Cruise said Jonathan Lipnicki is his hey, favorite actor. I never did. I, didn't I never. Did, I never we, heard him not say it. <laughs> We can neither <laughs> confirm or deny that. So right now it's out there. Jonathan Lipnicki is Tom Cruise's favorite actor. So I actually looked up the movies that came out that weekend. This is crazy. What are Actually, they? you know what? This might not be correct, but it says Mars Attacks, 101 Dalmatians, Preacher's Wife, Jingle All the Way. Oh, uh, that's where all the <laughs> Space Jam. These are a lot. This is that's a sick weekend. <laughs> crucible oh my god that that they can't be that right can't be right nice try i, yeah. tried. <laughs> I went to box weekend.com or something like yeah. that um so yeah if you haven't seen jerry Maguire, which there's probably not a lot of people out there i, I would say i was in the mino- minority yeah i would say mm-hmm. so um let me just run through the synopsis for you uh when slick sports agent jerry Maguire, played by tom cruise has a crisis of conscience he pens a heartfelt company-wide memo that promptly gets him fired Promptly. Eh. <laughs> Memo. <laughs> eh. Yeah. Desperate to hang on to the athletes that he represents, Jerry starts his own management firm with o- o- with only single mother jo- Dorothy Boyd. Are you okay? well, that's a mouthful. <laughs> I haven't read out loud in a while. Uh, played by Renelle Zell- Zellweger. <laughs> Renee, <laughs> Renee Zellweger. Take over. <laughs> Joining him in his new venture. Banking on their sole client, football player Rod Tidwell, Cuba Gooding Jr., and Dorothy begin to fall. Wait. Here, pass it to me. <laughs> Take it, Kate. <laughs> you read that sentence over. All right. Banking on their sole client, football player Rod Tidwell, Cuba Gooding Jr., Jerry and Dorothy begin to fall in love as they struggle to make their business work. All right. <laughs> A little popcorn reading. <laughs> Honestly, it's not a memo. It's a mission statement. I know. Yeah, that's a. We need to send a letter to (coughs) IMDb. IMDb. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's a sports agent. (laughs) (laughs) Is he ever? Cuba in this movie though, five stars. Cuba shines. Honestly, all the performances are pretty awesome. Yeah, Bonnie Hunt. Even Bonnie Hunt. Yeah, she killed it. Yeah. Um. Cuba won an Oscar for this. Yeah. An that, Oscar. That he did. An Oscar. And deservedly, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was, was awesome. He was to, he's, uh, it's one of those performances, like, whenever the character's on the screen, you're like, yes, yes. You just yeah. want to hear what they have to say. And I really felt for him, even though he portrays kind of a, he's kind of cocky. He has an attitude. Like a Terrell As, Owens. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But you feel for him because you see how good of a family man he is mm-hmm. and how close knit his family is. It's as Jerry Maguire says, he has that chip on his shoulder. Yeah. I love that scene where he tells him he needs, are we be- friends? Yeah. He becomes real and mm-hmm. just tells him the truth. Also Cuba's wife in it, Regina King. Love. Yeah. Regina love She's King. great. She's also, so good. Tyson? She looks great in this movie too. Yeah. yeah, she does. Tyson, the son, Love them. So that was my first hot seat oh, question that was for mine you guys. Too. Better than Lipnicki. Yeah, that was who's mine the too. better child in this movie? That, and then my other question is was even a real question. And then my other question was, who is who is the better child? 
Tyson, Lipnicki, or the boy that says uh, fuck you to him in the beginning <laughs> from the... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's Lipnicki, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so Jonathan Lipnicki plays Roy Ray Boyd. Uh, Ray. Ray. Boyd. Yeah, Ray Boyd. Jordan, are you okay? <laughs> I'm a little tired. This Daylight Savings has me all flipped upside down. <laughs> True, same. <laughs> uh, he, so he plays. Save the flipped upside down for the next movie. Am I he right? plays the son of Dorothy Boyd, played by Renee Zellweger, <laughs> who I love in this. Oh, movie. she's, she's amazing. might be my favorite character in it. Wow, I love her. That's bold. She's amazing. I fell it? in love with her during this movie. <laughs> you I love their love. meet cute. I love their whole thing. Yeah. Oh, when they're on the airplane and Lip Nicky's allergic to the blanket. That's I, where you first see, see Lip Nicky. I wouldn't say that's the meet cute. That's where you, you're introduced to Renee and uh, JL. But where Tom Cruise. They get off the airplane and then yeah, he's on the. At the baggage claim and <laughs> yeah. he's riding the baggage claim. Love that scene where he's like, high five, high five, yeah. high five. I'm like, that's sick. It just seemed like. It, he was just like I don't know Jonathan Lipnicki as a kid, but he acted so well that I just thought that was like he was just improving his whole performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was. I heard he was a monster on set. <laughs> Did you? Just throwing crayons and stuff. But uh, I couldn't get over the fact that when you first introduce him, he's wearing a very large. His clothes are so baggy and so big on him. I just couldn't get over the fact that he looked like a man who was shrunk, like shrunk. Because he's a huge yeah. head. Yeah, he has a big head. The glasses are big on him. And his hair is spiked up, so it makes his head look even bigger. Hey, you kind of have the same glasses. Oh, I was so <laughs> excited that we had similar glasses. I was like all about being one with the lip Nikki in this movie. So essentially, you see Tom Cruise. He's a just a real go-getter of a sports agent. <laughs> has kind of a mental breakdown one night, mm-hmm. um, and writes this twenty-seven page mission, mission statement, statement for his sports management company, um, which he compares to the Catcher in the Rye. Well, it has oh, the, the same printer. title and same font as Catcher in yeah. the Rye, and then he goes to I think it's like Kinkos or Staples to. To print it, and the guy who is there printing it for him is the guitarist for Alice in Chains. <laughs> oh, wow. Very cool. How do you figure that out? Uh, did you recognize him? <laughs> no, nah, I did a little research. <laughs> but yeah, oh, he wow. is. Um, but he has a great line. He's like, take some balls to do this or something like that. I, I, yeah. I, I back that. So he he's like, and he sends out this mission statement. <laughs> Yo, hold on. Great line. <laughs> Continue. Great line. I was like, that's that's like a very generic line. That's like, like that's it. like uh, the most memorable line in this movie, right? <laughs> yeah, for um, sure. So then, so then Tom Cruise, all pumped up, prints out these mission statements for everyone in the company, puts them in their mailbox, and then that gets him fired essentially because yeah. it's saying we should. Focus on less clients, more personal attention. There's so less like a, money. Is yeah, pretty much less money. So as, from a business standpoint, it's like, what the hell and is he doing? When he comes in, everyone's cheering for him. And literally, they say, how long do you give him? They say a week. Yeah. They're yeah. all fake with him, which yeah. pissed me off. Jay Moore was like the, was like the villain in this yeah. movie. But he was like, someone had to say it. Like as like Tom yeah. Cruise like came in yeah. and everyone was cheering. And then he's the guy that ends up like firing him and mm. it's just 
He's nemesis. the most '90s person. Jay Moore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can never remember his name. Yeah, he's he played a great role in Pluto Nash. Oh, <laughs> he did. Oh, recurring adjacent yeah. film friend. Yeah, we are. I I realize this. We're running into some recurring actors and actresses now. Jay Moore's one. Uh, there's another one we'll get to later, but uh, yeah. Uh, a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Our discussion in the car. Uh, okay. On Friday. So uh, yeah. So so basically, he gets fired from this company. Jay Moore's character, Bob Sugar. What yeah. a great name. Yeah. Uh, has to fire him, and that and and Tom Cruise was his. Jerry Maguire was his uh, mentor. mentor. So he fires his mentor in a crowded restaurant. I love that scene yeah. when it like hits Jerry Maguire. Like, oh shit, I am being fired right now. And you know what else I love about that scene is um. There's a glass of water, a glass of water on the table, and all of a sudden it just focuses in on that, and you hear the ice crackling, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I like it because that's like a really representative of what's gonna happen. Yeah. To Tom Cruise, where he's gonna be literally ice dunked in water that's like gonna crackle and. <laughs> literally. Literally. <laughs> where he's gonna like slowly break apart. Yeah. Slowly melt. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he gets fired. I mm-hmm. love. The scene, the scene, the walkout scene when he's walking out oh, of the company. It's classic and Jerry Maguire. Is it classic? Classy? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's not it classy. <laughs> it is classic Jerry Maguire. I mean, they they spoof it on a. It's a no. What's scene. that movie where they all get high? Half baked. Uh, pineapple. Express. Half baked. Yeah, it yeah, is yeah. half baked. Who's yeah. with me? Who's coming with me, man? <laughs> But it yeah. was great though. You know Renee Zellweger's coming with them. Yeah. You know, and you're just waiting. Come on, say something. But I do like how he takes the takes fish. the fish. And yeah. I was reading that. Because they're moral. I was yeah, they're polite. <laughs> yeah, know. they're polite. Um, I was reading how Cameron Crowe was obsessed with the goldfish, and that's really? why like it was a. They kept coming back to the goldfish. He like became obsessed, and he said writing it that the fish is Jerry's only true friend. Oh wow! Yeah, is or, the fish? Is it the same fish throughout the whole movie? Yeah, flipper. or did they use other fish? It's flipper. <laughs> oh no! Is there fish cruelty? Oh no! <laughs> Let's come at this movie like I don't want to know twelve years, twenty-two fish years cruelty. later. Um, so yeah, so of course, uh, Renee Zellweger, she's obsessed with him. She read his mission statement and inspired her. Mm-hmm. Um, they had that meet cute at the airport, so. She just believes in him, so when he's leaving, she up and leaves with him. And that's when I was so on board. I was like, hell yeah, they're going to do it together. But there's a lot. <laughs> he just gets knocked down after knocked down after knocked down. And then that com- kind of comes to the other character, main character in this, Cuba. Love Cuba. <laughs> you guys know it's Cuba, right? <laughs> Is yeah, it? I think it's Cuba. Okay, either, well, uh, anyway. either way, I don't know, but I love it. He's so um, cool. Yeah, I mean, he ends up being his only, you know, athlete that's his. He's an agent for because the star quarterback Absolutely. that he was supposed to sign Ugh. went with Bob Sugar because his family's racist. Yeah, <laughs> essentially, essentially, isn't that what yeah. it is? Yeah, because they is. saw Jerry hanging out with Cuba. <laughs> Is and it Cuba or Cuba? It's definitely Cuba. <laughs> but either way, he they see Jerry hanging out with Cuba, who is an African-American man, 
<laughs> if you didn't know. <laughs> if you didn't know. <laughs> and S- that's check why. Check out Snow Dogs. Yeah, and that's why they signed with uh, Bob Sugar. Yeah, and uh, it bummed me out because I was Jerry Maguire's so happy when he goes to that quarterback's house and they say, yeah, we're with you. Our, my word is as strong, strong as, as oak. oak. And yeah. then I thought to myself, how, how strong is oak? <laughs> Oak's pretty strong. But it could, it could go down. A lot of furniture is made out of it. Yeah. Probably that that thing you're sitting on right now is oak. Yeah, but uh, so I could jump on this real hard and maybe break it. <laughs> well, that well, well that's hey, that's like his word. Yeah, that's his word saying. was broken. Um, and yeah, so Cuba's essentially the only athlete that sticks with him and is loyal, even when Jerry Maguire is having a nervous breakdown and breaking down every part of his life is essentially falling apart he he gets does he leave his fiance yeah. Yeah, or he yeah. leaves her. so he leaves her because he realizes it's just <clears throat> so he kind of does this thing where like <clears throat> so before he gets fired we see him at a bachelor party where they film all of his like ex-girlfriends saying all these negative things about him and that's kind of like the beginning of his breakdown and he has this huge breakdown he's crying he can't figure out and then he kind of has this uptick where he kind of thinks he's getting more success where he has Cuba he thinks he has this quarterback so he gets this little bit of um, charisma back where he then has the strength and courage to leave his fiance. Right. But then she punches him in the face and like kicks him in the groin. And then the quarterback leaves him. Yeah. And everything it all goes falls apart. apart. Mm-hmm. I do love when he thinks he has the quarterback as one of his uh, Big athletes. Clients, he yeah. leaves the house and he's trying to find a song on the radio that like he wants to rock out to. Yeah. And he ends up on free fall. And I, I really like that scene a lot. Cuba Gooding Jr. reveals story behind his name. We could get yeah. we could go on about this after. <laughs> well, for the listeners out there, we'll come back next next episode with uh, the correct pronunciation. I like saying. I always thought you said that as just like a joke. No, I hear people say Cuba. Like I used trust me, I used to be one of you. I used to say <laughs> Cuba, but then I was. Uh, Either way, put it up to the microphone. I don't think this is right because I said just put it up it to the microphone. Jr. at the end. One second, guys. Give me a second. We're we're on one today. Cuba Gooding, Jr. Uh, Jr. I don't, I don't know if we could Yo, trust that. I told I you. Think I trust it. <laughs> you said Cuba. All right. So Cuba Gooding, Jr. He's <laughs> he plays for the Arizona Cardinals, and essentially, then the vehicle for the rest of the movie is he's trying to get a huge contract for the next. For uh, what is it? Ten years? No, like four. Four, four years. years. Yeah, he wants ten million dollars. He wants ten million, and he is one of the, he's the leader in receptions and yards and that kind of thing on their team, but he's not one of the names with like Chris Carter. And uh, and he's also been playing a while, right? It's yeah, he's like, been playing for a little yeah. while. I mean, I think this is like after his rookie deal, right. I guess. So like, right, he's exactly. Been playing for like three or three, four, four years. years yeah. yeah. Um, but he's not, as Jerry Maguire says, a marquee player. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be hard for him to get a big contract. Plus, he has a bad attitude. He's cocky. He plays me, with his me, head. Me. Plus, there's a heart. flood in TP's room. He what? There's that flood in TP's room. Where oh, there's a fl- <laughs> who's play- His brother is played by Ari Spears. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a flood in TP's room. Um, yeah, and so he has a family support. So he's looking for more money, which he could probably 
possibly get with another agent, but he stays loyal to Jerry Maguire, which I love. That's the relationship. You know, everyone talks about Dorothy Boyd and Jerry Maguire's relationship, but I think the true relationship in this movie I agree. between Roy Ted Tidwell and uh, Jerry Rod, Maguire. Rod Tidwell. Rod Tidwell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're killing it today. Um, yeah, we sorry, are guys. on we're, fire we're on today. But yeah, no, the relationship's has like more like ups and downs than like mm-hmm. Dorothy and mm-hmm. yeah it's also the Jerry. most like compassionate and most real where they have the most so like their conversations have more girth to them than any other <laughs> conversations so, in the movie so much girth but I'm saying there, there's more context to them yeah, than yeah. any they other they do have girthy convo <laughs> 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 we are on fire today guys Hey, you can't be on all the time. You yeah, know? that's true. Oh, one of my favorite parts. So after, so they're, you know how they're getting ready for that conference, and it's that's the what we've been talking about. This um, where they make all the contracts. Yeah, it's like draft day. Yeah, and, yeah. I love when um, they go to the airport, right? And um, Tom Cruise goes to their his like star quarterback mm-hmm. and. Cuba's just standing there, and those two boys come up to him and said, can we have your autograph? And he goes, are you Hootie? And he's yeah. like, no, I'm not Hootie. I guarantee Cuba has gotten that in real life. What, oh, Hootie? Sure. Mixed up for Hootie. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah. I could see, like, probably this happens to celebrities. People in public see a bunch of people flocking over to a celebrity, and then they might not be familiar with it, so they associate them with someone they do know. I, yeah. bet, I bet that's happened. I, I mean, there's... there's like Instagrams where people say like got my picture with Hootie uh, and it is okay. actually someone else which is funny. But that we also skipped over the car ride there where he says one of his mo- Jonathan Lipnicki says one of his most classic lines. Uh-huh. The human head weighs eight pounds. Yeah, and they apparently and his neighbor has three rabbits. <laughs> the human head weighs eight pounds. It's something that Jonathan Lipnicki came to set just saying beforehand yeah. and they just let him say it in the, he's, in the movie is he the cutest child in a movie of all time probably i would say yes yeah, absolutely i would say so too i wrote a note that he just had to look at the camera yeah yeah <laughs> that's all he had every to do. moment even when he's first introduced in the in this airplane seat and in the airport when he's like when him and uh dorothy boyd and jerry mcguire meet and he's grabbing both their hands and they're just oh swinging them back and forth. He's aggressively swinging he's so their aggressive. hands back and forth. Um, but yeah, his facts in the car on the way to the airport are just, they're so good. They're he's on so point. Cute. He could literally say anything and I would love him. He literally yeah. said his neighbor has three rabbits. And I was just like, <laughs> I'm down. Yeah. Even Jerry Maguire is like, well, I can't can't argue with that. Yeah. can't beat that one. Yeah. He's just so damn cute. I can't stand it. And, and Jerry and uh, his relationship is so cute too yeah. i think jerry loves jonathan lipnicki more than he does yeah i mean that was like that the was original the issue yeah. yeah yeah that's um, why she kind of she knew it yeah they all knew it everyone yeah. was in on it <laughs> even bonnie hunt knew it which yeah. and cuba cuba uh, yeah he did i'll admit something bonnie hunt in this movie i thought it was renee zellweger's mom until uh, she was you know, then, her sister yeah no idea I don't know if that's a diss to Bonnie, but like, (laughs) I feel like she's. I feel like they mention it pretty early. They do. They're literally like, "Hello, sister." By Lip Nicky. (laughs) Nicky. 
They're like, hello, sister. Hi, sister. Yeah. How are you, sister? <laughs> oh, and the divorced wives group. Oh, Love the divorced wives They annoyed wives me group. so much. It's so funny. That's such a toxic thing to do. Oh, right? it is. But that's yeah. what it's like representing. Yeah. It's showing that because the end shows why it's toxic. Yeah. Um, I did gain a lot of respect for Tom Cruise's acting in this movie. Uh, thought he was pretty solid. Yeah. Loved when he was drunk. Oh, that's my he favorite. He plays a great drunk. Yeah. Yo, uh, he does. There was one scene that just threw me off in the movie after they um they go out on like their first date, and oh, Renee and Tom, and like when they get back to the house, he starts like going at her like on the on front the porch. On the front porch. The makeout scene on the porch is Freaks I dropped it. I it's rating dropped for me because of that. Yeah, that that it definitely gives you a different vibe than like it, the whole movie and it really threw me off. Yeah. It kind of plays Okay, so follow me here. So when he smiles, he looks like a shark to me. And Okay. Um when he <laughs> did, when he did that, it kind of laid into that like shark-like quality for me. Like he's a sports agent. Who that's what you do. You you attack and you kill, and that's kind of how I felt about that with Renee Say Zellweger, where like he was swimming in and like attacking, mm-hmm. and it was like very predatory. But they also mentioned that she and she admits that she took advantage of him as well. Of his like weakness. Yeah, right. like vulnerability. They yeah. both took advantage of each other essentially, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, like she looked up to him, and I think he knew that, and then he was also vulnerable because he was like. But I think, going on a downward spiral so like but i think if you look at it he took more advantage of her yeah like when he shoplifted the pooty oh <laughs> yo he did shoplift the yo, pooty it, did that catch on did shoplifting the pooty catch on? <laughs> i've yo, never heard that never in my life it. if not Let's get let's, it going. Let's get it going. <laughs> I disagree. Oh, Hashtag it, it on when we post the episode. <laughs> Hashtag shoplift the poop. Oh, there was a scene with Jonathan Lipnicki that cracked me up. And um, so he comes over the house and he brings all the like sports gear and is like giving it out. And he gives Jonathan Lipnicki like two shirts. And he's like rubbing them into his face. And he goes, give me a hug. <laughs> <laughs> says it like he's like a 48 year old smoker and i couldn't handle myself he just goes give me a hug is this jonathan lipnicki yes (laughs) jonathan lipnicki if you could hang out with anyone in this movie for a day who would you hang out with jonathan lipnicki but at that age why is that (laughs) because he's the cutest why wouldn't you hang out with tom cruise Cuba, Bonnie Hunt. Bonnie Hunt. <laughs> because Jonathan Lipnicki. <laughs> five-year-old Jonathan Lipnicki, anything that comes out of his mouth is goddamn so entertaining. He's a bit of a drunk uncle situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, right now, probably Tom Cruise, not Jonathan Lipnicki. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I don't really have anything to say to Jonathan Lipnicki now. <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> right, don't know. right now, I would do Cuba. Cuba's on top right now. Is OJ. he? OJ. He did that OJ yeah. thing. And Men and, of Honor. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. That was definitely like 15 years ago. Um, but yeah, I also like uh, the music's obviously like they play that Bruce Springsteen song right, right. throughout I, the that movie. That pumped me up so much. Secret Garden. How about yeah. the jazz? Yo, that song's super sexual. What? How about the jazz that they play? Oh. Uh, yeah. That character's so Yo, strange. Chad. I like him, though. <laughs> yeah. The babysitter. Well, he's a child technician. <laughs> <laughs> That's also weird. Um, but 
I just remember like when this movie came out, like on the radio, they would always play like the Jerry Maguire version of Secret Garden, oh, nice. and they like throughout the the song, they would just have like clips of like moments from the movie of like, like Ren- Nicky. <laughs> yeah, not it was <laughs> more it, of give me a <laughs> it was more of like Renee and Tom, but like yeah. yeah, they would play like quotes throughout like the song and. I just remember that from like riding the bus and that song just being on. So obviously this is a very quotable movie. What quotes, what's your favorite quote? You can go first. <laughs> There's one that I quote and I can't remember what it is. It's, it's with between him and Cuba and he says it three times. Show me the money. No, uh, <laughs> it's like in you and me, me. Oh, help me, help, help me, me, help you. That's mine. Help me, help you, help me, help you, help me, help you. Yeah, that's the scene that Kuba uh, auditioned with, like using, and oh. that's what got him oh, the job. Really? Yeah. Um, but uh, I like when Kuba makes fun of him. Then oh, like, it's he, so good. I love that, and I, I mean, this isn't the most quotable line. But I love it when Kuba says, you think we're fighting. I think we're finally talking. Yeah. yeah. Because that is when they that's fight true. and argue with each other. That's when the truth does come out. They're and that's like real. a true thing for. That's what they say in psychology. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I love that line. I think besides that, it might be shoplift the pootie. Yeah. <laughs> shoplift the pootie is no, really good. I, I, it's, I don't get it. I also I think don't. I like. Um, what don't you get? <laughs> He's shoplifting the pootie. Like he's there's no love there. He's just getting his shoplifting it. But if you're shoplifting something, you you still probably love you it, or you it. wouldn't be stealing it. It's just like she loves him. He doesn't love her yet. He's getting his. He's shoplifting it. Jordan, I'm What's surprised. Not the, uh, thank you. I'm surprised. <laughs> Glad you broke it down for me. I'm surprised your favorite line is um is a love is or what is it all those men were a distant second to a good book and a warm bath well that was i pumped my fist when that that one came Mm -hmm. up i don't know there's a lot give me a hug might be my favorite (laughs) (laughs) yeah anything jonathan lipnicki said when he's talking to kuba on On the the phone phone. he's like you talk too much (laughs) yeah i love it and he goes i gotta go to bed now mom's yo that part killed me so i gotta go to bed i gotta go to bed and he like runs around the couch into his room so cute i also love the scenes and there's some good lines i mean good advice is when jerry Maguire flashes back to dickie fox his his mentor and basically this guy was giving him life advice to follow and every positive decision jerry Maguire makes is parallel to what dickie fox is telling him i like those which is interesting because he was a mentor to, to sugar and he's a dick yeah like he tom cruise wasn't a good enough mentor, mentor. right uh jay moore's <laughs> character i just want to punch him in the yeah. face so bad and then he tried to steal cuba at one point yeah mm-hmm. but cuba when he looks at jerry Maguire and laughs because he he knows he's not never gonna go yeah. with jay moore yeah exactly he goes thank you for coming or whatever and he was like i missed you i was like oh my heart their relationship is literally the best oh yeah. you know what other line i liked when so after um Kuba has this big moment mm-hmm. and he's on TV and he's being interviewed and how he said that his brother lost his leg in a freak bass fishing accident. Loved that. I like, I mean, the part that like, I mean, so uh, he's I trying to get, say. Oh, I don't, I don't know if you do. Um, like in the same situation where like Cuba gets like a concussion and he's like on the ground, like passed out 
and he it's super weird like after you get like a concussion or like you oh, black like, out like you don't this. like get up and like do flips <laughs> that's, and that's exactly what i thought it you was talk about. it was cool i liked it but then afterwards when he gets out of the locker room he's like where's my agent where's my agent mm-hmm. and he just like gives tom like a huge hug and yes. it was, oh it's i talked it about awesome. that too though. i said the headlines are gonna be um what's his name again jerry jerry no, no. <laughs> rod tidwell rod tidwell says where's jerry because yeah. <laughs> he comes out of the yeah. locker room with all the reporters yeah. <laughs> and i feel like even i mean it's good for jerry just because he's getting so much like publicity mm-hmm. as like being mm-hmm. a huge like part of rod tidwell's life and just mm-hmm. like a great agent so mm-hmm. hopefully he got some more yo work i from it. well what's his name shows up at the end that football player oh troy aikman, troy aikman. Troy aikman. <laughs> <laughs> he's signing him um i i knew you're going to talk about the so so there's that clause in uh roy rod's contract that if he gets hurt he doesn't get any of the money right. essentially mm-hmm. he doesn't get re-signed or what have you so like there's always that worry for jerry that he's going to get hurt of course the last play of the game he catches a winning touchdown but he gets knocked out but yeah the he, way he gets up and dances jumps into the crowd he it's, does that looney tune frog impression yeah like, hello my ladies hello my yeah. darling that's yeah. what it reminds me paula abdullah worked with them and and they choreographed that dance oh that's what? awesome yeah. um, this just keeps getting better guys. which that that became like an actual dance that uh did Deion sanders do it or did they get it from Deion Sanders? Yeah, I don't know. But you know what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about? Which came first? Who knows? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rod Tidwell or Deion Sanders. I don't know. Um, I'd want Rod Tidwell to play on the Eagles. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Oh, there was a nice Eagles shout out. <laughs> yeah, they played against the Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, love this movie. So yeah, essentially it ends with uh, Jerry being successful with Rod and then him ending up uh, with Dorothy. Yeah, we skipped a lot of the com- like the yeah. relationship. We did, with but, but we're here for, lip, for the lip. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they break up because she's like, "You love my kid more than me," and he's like, "I know." Yeah, probably. He's like, I do. So, did so you do see him at our wedding? This movie. <laughs> he was like, "Did you see him at our wedding?" He was wearing a little brown suit. How can I not love that? Yeah, and then he realizes that after Rod gets hurt, he wants to. He only wants to talk to Dorothy, mm-hmm. and then he goes back and yeah. they re-love each other. They, re- they re-love each other. <laughs> uh, just while we're on the topic of uh, wardrobe. Re-love. Kuba doesn't wear an undershirt this entire movie. He doesn't wear a shirt pretty much this entire <laughs> and movie. And I love it. He doesn't need to. He Am I right, Kate? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he looks fantastic. All he does is wear a gold chain that says number 85, and... Um, that's all he needs. That's all he needs. Yeah. He looks all of fantastic. Oh, he does look all of fantastic. Uh, when they're doing the interview scene, he's wearing that blazer, and I 100% thought he wasn't wearing a shirt under it, but he's just wearing an extremely low V. I was worried. This is at the very end when he's getting interviewed uh, on some sort of talk show uh, after all his like success and all that stuff. That he he starts thanking his team, his family, and I think, oh no, he's not going to thank Jerry Maguire. He's oh. like, but there's someone else I need to thank. I, I forget. There's one more person, he gotcha. and then he thanks him. And Jerry Maguire's like crying. Do you he think he did that cry. on purpose? <laughs> he can only cry out of his left eye. Oh yeah, we. Do you know about that? No. He literally. <laughs> he. I was like watching the movie, and there's literally only tears running out of his left eye. He's a left eye crier. He is a left eye crier. I think crier. he's bionic. 
Yep. <laughs> He's got that left eye cry. Yeah, um, I back it. So what would you guys rate this movie? Uh, the lip nick. Mm. I give it an A, A or an uh, 8.5. That's also what I gave it. That's 8. what 5. I gave it too. Hey, bullshit. Oh my God, look right here, 8.5. <laughs> you guys gave your ratings together. You watched it together. <laughs> Rating 8.5. That's for Circus Kane. No, it's not. <laughs> Ew, no, don't say that. I do have to say one thing before we wrap up Jerry Maguire. I know that this is a little more inside for us three people, not mm. as much for the listeners, but you've heard him on here multiple times, our horror expert, best friend, engineer, uh, holiday expert, but Jonathan Lipnicki <laughs> looked and reminded me so much of Michael Paul Shock. Yeah. I mean, if you <laughs> really, if you Google, yes. if you Google Michael Paul Shock or at the Paul Shark on Twitter, there's pictures of him out there, spitting image of Jonathan. I wouldn't Lipnicki. say current day Jonathan Lipnicki, so, but baby Lipnicki reminded <laughs> yeah. me of him. I need to see a baby Paul Shock. <laughs> yeah, oh, the Just spitting image. His Yo, actions might be. <laughs> as a child is like I kind of how I picture Paul now with the phone. Yeah. Ugh. Little Paul. I have a fun fact about Jerry Maguire here. Let's hear um, it. You, you know, you guys know the famous line, you had me at hello. And yeah. you complete me. And you complete me. Well, and, and show, you completely. Show, <laughs> show me the money. <laughs> but specifically, you had me at hello. At least three women on set cried during the filming of that part. Great wow. fun fact. <laughs> At least three. At least. <laughs> wait, can I have a, can I ask you a question? Was there only three women on set? <laughs> Was Renee one of them? Maybe. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's Jerry Maguire. Effin love that love movie. Love Jerry Maguire. I'm so glad. I can't believe I haven't seen it. But I'm glad I did at this point in my life. You really can understand it. Before I hit 30, I'm glad I saw <laughs> yeah. Jerry Maguire. It's one of those movies, though, where I knew it was a classic I'd seen it as a kid, but I was hoping it would hold up. Yeah, and it does. And I was nervous because the beginning's so 90s, where it's like, Earth, this is the Earth, and we are here on the Earth. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, shit, this movie yeah. might not hold up, but it does. It's still a gem. Yeah. So right now we're between movies, so I just want to check in. It's just us three, so how are you guys doing? I feel like I'm losing my mind a little bit. I feel like everyone's losing their mind. No one really knows how to talk today. No. Yeah. I, well, there were so many names in Jerry Maguire. Like Jerry Maguire. That I couldn't <laughs> keep up. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, There's a my, lot more names in the next movie. I had a lot of coffee at breakfast today. Me I'm just too. feeling all sorts of stuff right now. Um, but you know what? We have loyal listeners out there. <laughs> they will. They'll deal with it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, but. <laughs> this is what happens when you bring just the gang back together yeah. when we have we no responsibilities we don't have a fourth chair to control when we have no responsibilities but each yeah. other this is what happens now usually i don't have trouble with this part but i do have a little bit of trouble today because we're dealing with a child uh, you just made it more weird than I think it Wait, had to be. Is it getting hot? I'm confused. <laughs> it's, it's getting steamy. <laughs> so All we right. might as well jump into Jonathan Lipnicki's dating history slash sex life. Cue the music.
let's, uh, <laughs> so Jonathan Lipnicki is essentially our age. Yes. Right? Correct. He's actually my age. Yeah. So um, how, how, how many people have, has he dated, Bailey? So Jonathan Lipnicki, according to our sources, he our is, files. He is, uh, <laughs> he is possibly single. No one knows, <laughs> but right now he's single, and our files show no records of past relationships. Whoa. Whoa, is he a ghost? Do you think he's single and loving it? And ready to mingle? <laughs> um, yo, I think he gets his. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he definitely gets his. It kind of, yeah, I just got a flashback to when we saw Danny Tamborelli outside uh, on yeah. the street. And he was getting his. Yeah. Did he tell you guys I get mine? <laughs> he was with a, a very beautiful woman. Danny Tamborelli? Yeah. Danny Tamborelli. Yo, that's such like, I, I feel like girls love child stars. He was still wearing like those 90s jeans that go below the knees with a chain wallet. Oh, and like an all that shirt. He essentially <laughs> looked the same. Yeah. Really? Um. But Kate and I were just waiting to go into the restaurant. We were just watching him. <laughs> yeah, really waiting. Does he live here? I guess. Yeah, I, I guess think so, so because his ba- he's like in a band and they're playing, I think, at Ort Liebs or Johnny Brenda's soon. Oh, wow. Um, not going to go see We should check him. it out. <laughs> not going to go see him. I would go see, If Jonathan Lipnicki was in a band, I'd go see. I'd be a groupie. <laughs> uh, I'd see it. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Um. Wow. But I, yeah, no, yo, there are he's files such a mystery. I like show it no dating history. I like it because, I mean, you know he's getting his, but <laughs> he's like not out there in the public If you it. know yeah. anything about his dating history, you should tweet at us and let us know. Yeah, if you've dated, hooked up with any, have talked to Jonathan Lipnicki, please let us know. Yeah, let us know. I mean. He's such a mystery. We're going to get to it in our next movie, but I'll throw it out there right now. He's looking pretty good. Yeah, he doesn't. I mean, he's he's got abs. He's he's jacked for yeah. sure. He's into like uh, martial arts and mm-hmm. stuff. Like he, someone asked him recently if he wanted to go like professional with it, and he's like, "Nah, I'm just focusing on like films and stuff now." But he yeah. didn't rule it out. He's also into chiropractic <laughs> therapy. He like believes in it so much. The only quote I found, yeah, that's a great quote on IMDb was about that. How it like. Your nervous system is essentially what you are as a human being. So he's really into chiropractic art and that kind of stuff. I'm just sad he lost the glasses, guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like he's trying to shed that image, right? <laughs> he probably throws them on every once yeah. in a while. <laughs> and that baggy white dress shirt. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, a, I just miss the glasses. I, I can, the hair, I don't mind that he lost the spiky hair. I'm just, mm-hmm. throw those round his hair in the next movie uh, that we're going to review it's funny because it is the adult version of his hair when he was younger like (laughs) it's like a perfect translation like the broier like yeah um so i was super looking forward to reviewing jerry Maguire. i loved it enjoyed every second of it this next movie (laughs) holy shit (laughs) it is a wild effing ride it and is. That movie is the 2017 horror masterpiece, <laughs> Circus Kane. Oh, the name's so bad, too. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping there'd be more candy canes in this movie. Yeah, I was hoping 
I don't know what I was hoping for this movie, but uh, and I know everyone out there right now is is thinking, what this is a horror movie? Where's your horror expert at? Well, he's on a date. <laughs> he's one. He's prior engagements. Two, Mike is a horror expert, but he does have one big fear or one dislike, and it's clown horror. Um, and that's what Circus Kane is. He can't handle the clown. He can't handle the clown. Or snakes. Or snakes. <laughs> <laughs> like snakes on a plane. Yeah, Forget he about it. it. Um, so yeah, he's not a clown horror guy. Um, and yeah, so he couldn't handle it. So we didn't want to make him go through that trauma. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to address that at the top. But you know, we could do it without him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we can. We can get through it, right? So this movie was rated a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And it's definitely B horror. Yeah. Like, I mean, I thought it was I didn't I wanted to do there was I didn't see like a rating on Rotten Tomatoes for it because I think it was like pretty new and like not yeah. many people it came saw out, like it yet. September, October. So I wanted to do something recent <laughs> rather than like an older one that had a bad review. This is we're essentially doing the ends of his spectrum yeah, on this episode. Jerry Maguire was his debut, and this, I think, was his last release movie. And if there's anything redeeming about this movie, for me at least, it was the first movie I didn't have to pay for for in a while. Yeah. It was streaming on Amazon Prime. It was. So check it out. It was kind of a relief. I was, it was, the relief was that we found it. Right? Yeah, I, w- I didn't know if we were going to be able to find it, so we had to like make sure it was If I would have had to pay... For money this garbage for this. movie I, it might have been the end of the podcast <laughs> but well here's my thing um it's we this might have been like the actual like best mo- one of the best movies we ever watched and one of the worst movies we ever 100%. watched like it's true to the podcast oh, yes. it's, it, this is true this is one of the most true episodes in terms of that. yeah I agree. I agree and i'm gonna go out on a limb i know we're not even talking about it yet but Movie sucks. Uh, <laughs> might possibly be the worst movie that we've watched. Yeah. I yeah. agree, and I'm nervous about it because I feel like we're the actually, not only is it the worst movie we've ever watched, but I think we're possibly the only people to ever review it. <laughs> <laughs> well, on Letterboxd, shout out Letterboxd. Great app. Uh, great people over there at Letterboxd. <laughs> Love Letterboxd. Support yeah. them completely. Hell yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, I think... Our reviews on there were like the eighth and ninth review. <laughs> it's pretty. It's when I yeah. clocked in on there, it said that seventy six people had seen it. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's it, but then like you have to think how how big is Letterbox? Like I don't, not everybody who's seen the movie has a Letterbox and reviews it. No, but you can Good also point. think <laughs> about like I think Jerry Maguire had like thirty six thousand or something yeah. crazy. Well, well, I mean that's we not can, even <laughs> we cannot. <laughs> <laughs> compare these two movies. No, but I'm saying this had 76 people that yeah, watched yeah, it. Yeah. That's um, low. And I wonder how much like it costs. Like Jonathan Lipnicki's top build because everyone else is like an actual. I mean, no, nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like, I wonder how much like that's probably most of their like money for the project to was him. to get Lipnicki. You read the synopsis because I want to talk about the budget okay. too. <laughs> All right, so Circus Kane. <laughs> Parody of Citizen Kane? I don't know. Uh, Reclusive circus master invites popular social media stars to his house of haunts. Anyone who can stay without being scared off will earn $250,000, but the dangers may be more real than they first assumed. 
Sounds legit. Yeah. <laughs> it's I would say it's a mashup of Saw and It. <laughs> it reminded me of yes. a really long episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yo, that's very accurate. It, I agree uh, with that. Or like a really fucked up Disney Channel original movie. Like if yeah. Rob Zombie didn't afraid are you afraid of the dark? <laughs> it has that like clown, dirty aesthetic. Yeah. That dirty like clown poor, <laughs> And that like really poor like set where it's like opened, but they just threw like a bunch of stuff yeah. in there. The lighting is rough. We're, I mean, I don't know anything about making a movie, but I don't think the people who made this movie did either. No, they literally, it was a point, so they go through the house, and there's a little point where they're like, all right, that's it, and then they like, turn around and go back the way they came. I'm like, isn't the point of a haunted house to come out the other side? Yeah, true. <laughs> but, like, like, yeah, I was like, yeah, it was super strange. Like, they at one point, they just turned around and went back. Like, yeah, I was like, I thought they were going to keep do? going to get out. Yeah. But they were just like, oh, they, I guess like, it's easier to go out the, the way we came. They end up in a room, and then they just turn around. I'm like, that's not the point of a haunted house. You just keep yeah. going. It, so the movie opens up though, like back in time a little bit, where it's like classic circus colors, the red, like yeah, and it's like sepia. It reminds me of uh, has, Six Souls. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I think I wrote that, and it has that like classic digital grain where it's just like mm-hmm, dots right. moving around the screen. So it's the title character is uh, a magician slash yeah. That clown. threw me off. Like yeah, I, I don't get I it. I don't think he? they knew what a clown was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, clowns do magic, my right? first and one of my only notes is, is he a clown or is he a magician? Yeah, one yeah. of my notes was, what does fire have to do with misdirection? <laughs> yeah. Well, he like shoots fire. No, he was talking about like being on fire and uh, then tricking people with, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I Half of the things that happened in this movie, I just didn't understand or didn't yeah, he care was, to same. understand. He was definitely like a magician. In like and like the clown was just like his like get up. Yeah, so he's <laughs> like a circus master essentially. He's like a famous one. Um and Ichabod Crane, whatever his name is. Yeah, Balthazar Kane. <laughs> he's a famous circus master and he just like I guess he did things for shock value. He's up there with Barnum and Bailey. <laughs> Barnum. <laughs> Barnum. <laughs> You know, Balthazar Kane and Barnum and um, Bailey. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> this movie's garbage. It's straight up garbage, but let's sludge through let's it. Let's break it yeah. down. Let's sludge through all of the fake blood in this um, movie. So essentially, he, he has a house of haunts and he wants... He wants like social media <laughs> presence. I don't even get. I don't what get he like going. what he, he like. He wants to be popular again, yeah. so he he like tells everybody who comes in the house to post about it. Yeah, pretty much. But we find out later in the movie there is an M Night twist in this movie. Yeah, I didn't really I understand still don't get it. it. Yeah. Well, the movie opens up with Balthazar Kane showing this. You think it's a little boy. Like yeah. a coin trick. Yeah. And he's talking about misdirection. That's like the theme. And fire. And fire. Um, <laughs> and so the little boy becomes like a mentee, essentially. Um, you see, he's really interested in misdirection and magic. So he's like, can you show me how to do this coin trick? Then it flashes forward to like present time. Yeah. All these people go through this house of haunts. They all die. Blah blah blah. The, the <laughs> let's, let's slow down. Let's slow down. Okay, okay. Okay. So also, so all these people get invited to do this house in of, a text. In a text. In a text. <laughs> and but one person gets sent a videotape. 
Oh, yeah. The guy who owns the collectible shop oh, gets right. sent a videotape and everyone else just gets a text that says, do you want 250K? Question yeah. mark. Well, well um, yeah. The guy who owns the memorabilia shop, is he the best character in the movie? Uh, I don't no, know. No, I like the gamer. Uh, oh, yeah, the I'm gamer pretty into cool. the gamer, And they too. all definitely had like, all right, we have the gamer. We right. have the blogger. The blogger. But what was the, the guy who was fighting with his wife? What was yeah, his Yeah, he thing? was the only one where I didn't understand his purpose. Essentially, they were all horror fans, and they had connections to the horror community. I would say this movie is a love letter to the horror community, but <laughs> <laughs> they all have connections to the horror community, except the one guy, they show when he receives the text for the invite, he's just... Verbally abusing his wife. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. And then he his just leaves the house, yeah. and yeah. that's it. And but there's a scream queen, memorabilia yeah. shop owner, gamer, blogger, reviewer. And not everything's told up front. Like halfway through the movie, one girl's like, "I can't leave. If I don't do this, I will never be able to get my brother back." From blah 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 <laughs> yeah. blah. blah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're like, "What? Who's uh, her brother?" What? <laughs> I want to see that story. Yeah. What was Jonathan Lipnicki's role? He just needed the money. Yeah, he was like, oh. he gave money to a homeless man <laughs> in the beginning, well, like he the was opening like shot. A thief. Yeah. yeah, he just well, owed people money. Yeah, so he said he's there because he's not scared of shit. True. <laughs> he ain't scared Yo, of shit, Yo, he wasn't bro. scared of That's shit, That's what though. he said. Yeah. And, and he was looking buff. He is looking buff. And each person had to have at least uh, 20,000 followers on Instagram I have something. a question about Jonathan Lipnicki in this movie. So everyone gets their tickets, everyone decides to go, right? And they meet at this thing, and they get in a van or something. It's like an ice cream truck or a something. A SWAT van. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and clowns are driving it. Um, He's just holding a ball. Yeah, I I made a note. Where did he get that blue ball? <laughs> <laughs> what is up with that ball? I think it was probably in the the van, but like for some reason they like put a focus on well, it, yeah. and it's like oh, I didn't he even, had this ball. I didn't notice the yeah, ball. It's very at all. strange. Yeah, didn't notice. Well, well. Dude, rewatch it. Take a look at the ball. Yep. and get back to us. Yep, exactly. So yeah, they go to this haunted house, and at this point, they still think they don't. For some reason, they were drugged, thrown into a van. No, taken, all the way around. Thrown into a van and, and then, then drugged. Oh, uh, well, either way. <laughs> yeah, Which on, is dude. crazy that they didn't notice that they were being drugged because it was like... Yeah. It was like the loudest gas and they immediately pass out. And <laughs> they like don't give it any time to sink in. Yeah. They're like, oh, whoop. So they, they, they all wake up from the gas and, and they wake up at this house and they're just all still very down with this plan. Like, they're, yeah. like, having fun. They were all just thought they fell asleep because they're well, all idiots. Yeah, they didn't even know they were gassed. <laughs> One person was like, I think we were gassed. And everyone else was like, nah, we were tired. <laughs> yeah. Well, it kind of, like, reminds me of, like, in Philly, like, during Halloween, there's, like, uh, a th- you get through 13 flights of right, this right. haunted house. Right. And if you get through, then... You don't have to pay or something <laughs> like that. That's what I was thinking. Like, Which, like, the what room. it kind of reminded me yeah. of, but like, but, the stakes but were, we're not a gassed. People aren't gassed. Yeah, no, I know, but so essentially, they go into this house. It's real creepy looking. It has pictures and all this Rob Zombie aesthetic, essentially, to it. I have a thing about the house too. So apparently, this house has been passed down for generations. It's a brand new house. It's brand new, it's and it's brand in a brand new, new development. Yes, and like, there's no houses around it. It's all being paved. It's just being made. I was like, "You are not selling me on they that." They definitely at all. renovated it. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they did some renovations. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, it's like an they, escape the room situation. I was gonna say, then they end into a, an escape room where they get paid instead of being pay, yeah. paying to do it. Um, the first guy dies. Does the um, the saw, the magic trick where like the saw them in half, saw them in half, and then they were like, "Oh, that guy was just a plant." Yeah, like, they just. I kind of liked that part where they were like, "Oh, this guy was just a plant," because I could think maybe they're right, or maybe that could happen but that scene was but, so fake looking i was couldn't couldn't tell whether or not it was like supposed to be real yeah. or not because all the like the chainsaw moved really 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 slow mm-hmm. all the swords and stuff were foam his body was literally tiny when they opened it his body was like the circumference of his like thigh and and yeah. balthazar kane essentially has all his little minion clowns doing <laughs> all this harm I was on board with the one clown with the teeth that oh, was like, like biting people. Teeth. Yeah, he was like biting people. He was just showing up in the room yeah. <laughs> every time. <laughs> there was also a shout out to ET when he was in, when his uh, oh. face mm-hmm. was in with the stuffed animals, and yeah, but he was real. Uh, but how could you not see him? Like, there's, <laughs> yeah, I have so many issues. There's this movie like it's bad uh, with every beat, so yeah. I don't want to get caught up. Like, but when that clown was in that in that pile someone said my favorite line of the movie they said too much bears <laughs> yeah well, honestly too much bears and it, it's definitely the kind of movie where like that everybody says their line one time and yeah. the director's like all right let's keep yeah. going yep, exactly <laughs> yeah for they sure. shot this maybe in a day <laughs> they shot this movie in 2002 and released it in 2017 because yeah. the the language in this movie is so outdated yeah and you can tell like the budget <laughs> wasn't very high no. especially in like one of the opening scenes where a guy walks into the the collect like the collector's like store mm-hmm. and he's like i'll give you a thousand dollars and he hands him like seven dollars <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. like here's your thousand because yeah. you could definitely see there was a one and there was and a, a five, five. Yeah. yep oh i don't that get scene it. was hilarious because he was like let me oh i'm hot and they took the pill and he's like oh, i'm taking my medicine and, and i'm like that doesn't work like I, that so yeah. my question with these b horror movies obviously the people making them it might be their first try or whatever and they know <laughs> that they're like making a bad movie right they, they, have, they to. have to know that are they going for it to be that this bad, bad yeah or do they just not have enough money? And you're right. They're like, hey, we, we're we getting one shot at this. I like, don't know. You got to so. say your line. We have this house rented for a day. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's a lot of that, too. Yeah. Not saying that if they had 100 days, they'd yeah. come out with like a masterpiece. But I think that probably plays into a lot. But uh, why yeah, it is put tough to tell. This? I don't know. But there is two decisions that were made in this movie by our film friend, Jonathan Lipnicki, where I was like, why do they make these choices? One was his Boston accent. Did, did he, he have, have an accent? He did like an impression of a Boston person. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'm... he was he was trying to um he was poking Mark fun Wahlberg. at something. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Oh, he was. Yeah. And he did. He's a built full... like Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. In this movie. And he did went into a full Boston accent. It was very weird. And then there's a scene where like he figures out that there's a key inside this like skull. I was like, oh, that's a good job. Like really smart. And he puts his hand all the way up the head of the skull. And I was like, okay. And he pulls it out and it's not in there. And then they find out it's in the eyeball. But then he doesn't want to take the eye out. Yeah, he doesn't oh, yeah, do he eyes. Oh, yeah, he puts his hand in the whole head. Head right and then it. decides he doesn't want to take out the eyeball. He doesn't do eyeballs. He doesn't do eyeballs. I read that about Lipnicki. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about his death? Oh, we have to talk about his death. So he gets a uh, sword mm-hmm. right through the gut. 
And the person who kills him, Says, or no, Balthazar Kane kills him. Drops the line. Oh yeah, someone the uh, clown kills yeah. him. And Balthazar Kane drops the line. He the says, human head only weighs eight pounds. Did you know the human head only weighs eight pounds? He yet? had no reason to say that. <laughs> None. What's no reason. It's just a shout out for us. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah, yeah. It's Jerry our, to give us one commonality between <laughs> yeah. these two yeah. movies. And that is the only commonality yeah. I could find. There was a line that I loved in this movie um, where like some, oh, it was when the gamer was being pulled through the room filled with barbed mm-hmm. wire mm-hmm. and he gets that tiny little scratch on his back and the girl goes, I've had periods with heavier flows. I and know. I was like, and she sticks her finger right in it. But I liked that lie. I thought it was cool. Ugh, I didn't like one single thing about it. Yeah. I, and then the, I don't, I didn't really get it. I didn't, I didn't the get ending the movie. made no sense. So the ending was, I don't get it either, but I kind of get it. So, so the boy that Balthazar Kane is like mentoring in the beginning is actually a girl and it's his daughter. No, it's not his daughter. He murdered her father. Yeah. Set the circus on fire. That's why he's like all burned up dying. Or I don't know. He, that's why he's like a recluse now and he's all burnt up. And he killed her father essentially. And then I guess took her under his wing and taught her misdirection. So this uh-huh. whole game that they set up was a misdirection to just murder people. But. We're then, supposed to get that from the beginning when she's being interrogated and they open the file that has the one newspaper clipping in it. It has nothing else in it. Mm-hmm. And um, we get to see it for literally 15 seconds. But you yeah. don't know that she is the daughter of the no, person No, but that's supposed burned. to set the fact out. But right. I didn't refer, right. even think mm-hmm. about right. that at the end. The part that threw me off was like they would do like flashbacks of like, I guess it was him coming out of jail and meeting her. After he went to jail for burning everything down, like uh, for manslaughter, okay. yeah. I initially thought like that was like a different guy, right? And that this other Balthazar Kane was just like a, a setup guy, so this other guy can get uh, out of jail. Like I was gotcha. lost. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been better. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit. Because they an... kill him, right? They killed Balthazar Kane. I think you're not supposed to know if he's dead or not, right? Because he's like yeah, he's definitely I mean, dead. The cops he's getting shot, shot up so hard. Yeah, but so did Michael Myers. So. And he yeah. got filled with that green juice <laughs> through his nose. Yeah, what? What was the green? Like he was like literally on his deathbed. <laughs> that was a dying. bit of a bit of a blue velvet situation where the guy like uh-huh. huffs that speed. <laughs> yeah, he he had like staples in his face keeping him together. Yeah, <laughs> and then like he sucks on this green juice and then just gets and up a and lot of it. It super was powerful. Like, a leader of it. Are you guys suggesting that there might be a circus cane too? I don't know. That would be Big insane top. in the membrane. <laughs> yes. Oh, that was my favorite line. When Balthazar Kane says oh. he's insane. Because in Jonathan Lipnicki is like, you're insane. He's like, insane, insane in the membrane. Well, the one line when Jonathan Lipnicki kills a guy and says, shalom, motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> Kate he really it. put He really is putting on for his heritage. He is putting on for his heritage. <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan Lipnicki. Um, what would you guys rate this movie? We're all one. looking at Bailey. I, I rated it a one. I rated it a half. Well, you rated it a half well, out of five, which equals one out of ten. Correct. Okay, initially <laughs> that's what I rated it, but now I dropped it down to a half because we can't even explain. <laughs> what? I gave what? it a one for a good old try. It is free, so if you want to watch it, 
please it's on amazon prime watch it and then get back to us <laughs> please tweet at us about it yeah i mean email us about out of it. all the movies re- we review on this podcast if you're gonna watch any watch <laughs> circus cane <laughs> please oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what a shitty movie so let's address it i know it's the elephant in the room why (laughs) why is jonathan lipnicki doing movies like this yo i feel like i have a good theory about (laughs) about that um i have a feeling it was a favor for a friend who's trying to like make movies and he's like okay i'll be in your movie i can see that i like that because it's way more positive than what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like try to think like he's our film friend. He's smart. Like he knows what he's doing. Like he's I, just doing this as a favor to a friend. I was thinking he's just, I was just thinking he was just like, I'm just down to do something. I think he's just Bored. down <laughs> to be in movies. Yeah. I mean, so I think there was a period there where he wasn't in movies and, and it, I read that he's de- dealing with, depression and anxiety so maybe he stepped away and i you know what what you're saying could be very right like he could be doing a favor for a friend and he might not care about the fame he just wants exactly. to have fun That's with what his friends and, and it's i mean if Haley joel osman could come back and look in the way he does mm-hmm. <laughs> dude why can't lip nikki yeah give lip nikki a chance yeah honestly as much as i didn't like this movie i respect him for doing it yeah, I I'm not on board with you there. If depending on the reason, if that's the reason, if the reason was just to purely have fun, I respect it. Yeah, he, I mean, who knows? He could be struggling, and this is all he's got. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, like at this point, like he's he's waiting for a Jerry Maguire too. Because <laughs> you don't know what his, he's waiting for the call. You don't know what his contract was like in Jerry Maguire. Yeah, you think because Jonathan Lipnicki is Tom Cruise's favorite actor, you think Tom Cruise <laughs> would hook him up a Throw little him bit. a fucking bone, yeah. Tom. Hey, what's uh what's Lipnick's uh net worth? Wouldn't you want to know? Yeah, I do really badly. I do. Let me take a stab at it. I don't know how children's contracts work in Apparently movies. Apparently very like, badly. Yeah, like. probably extremely badly. So, unless he had a good investor when he was young. Because hmm. then he did, because he got Stuart Little after and all yeah. that stuff. So, he got a couple investor. big movies after that. So, I'm sure his parents, hopefully, didn't take advantage of it and like got a good investor, good banker, accountant, that kind of stuff. Took the right steps. I'm going to go with, Five and a half million. I'm going two million. Jordan, you're over. Kate, you're under. Five million. Oh, oh okay. I'll take five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good were. for you, Lip Nicky. Yeah, good for you, Lip Nicky. Yeah, he's still holding on to that that money. <laughs> <laughs> He um, just carries it around. He's hold literally holding on. To or it. is it that Circus Kane money? <laughs> yeah, yo. You never know. I mean, it could be that Stuart Little money. Like I think it's that Stuart Little money. M. Night wrote it, so like you know it's good. Yeah, it you was know a franchise. It's you know it's genius. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yo, speaking of M. Night, I know there was an M. Night twist in Circus Kane. I know he wrote Stuart Little. <laughs> How's he doing? Um, I think he's doing great. I listened to him on the J.J. Reddick yeah, podcast. I loved that episode. You don't even have to be a basketball fan to enjoy that. I mean, if you are, and especially if you're a Sixers fan, it's fantastic. But 
just the psychology and the attitude he brings is yeah. amazing. It made me love him more. I didn't think I'd had any more room in my heart for him, <laughs> but I did. Yeah, he uh, he was great on it. Yeah. Also, yeah. Michael Shannon watched the Oscars at a bar on mute. Pretty sick. Yeah, that's so Michael Shannon. So Michael Shannon. Uh, Are we looking forward to anything? Speaking up? of Michael Shannon, I'm looking forward to the Michael Shannon, Michael B. Jordan um fahrenheit 451 movie coming to hbo yeah when is that coming soon out? soon very soon i'm excited for yeah. that yeah a big fan of michael b jordan uh, love michael b jordan yeah great He's black Panther. real hot right now re-releasing fruitvale station for some reason <laughs> yeah. in theaters because i don't understand that move was it a straight to video because it was his first movie, then he did Creed, then he did Black Panther, and Black Panther's doing so well that they're re-releasing that in theaters so people could see it. That's a strange move. I, I mean, I get it. I get it. But that happens with actors constantly, right? I guess there's a high demand for it. So should we? Should they re-release Jerry Maguire? Should they re-release <laughs> yeah. Why The Village? Not? What? I mean, do we have any... Uh, did you use all your hot seat questions? Um, I don't have many hot Mine seat questions. Mine was just about the boys greater than yeah oh. do you have any hot seat question no <laughs> i wish hey, i did something so we us three we three <laughs> we three <laughs> recently saw a movie together we and did. it took me back to the the brigsby bear brigsby bear Except origin story of this podcast but you're afraid someone else was there uh well brie was there too yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was the first movie that we've seen collectively together in a while in the theaters that's true and uh let's just talk about it a little bit um uh, thoroughbreds thoroughbreds yeah. i really really liked so, it so kate you loved this movie yeah i really really liked it a lot um it stars anya taylor joy and olivia cook um which i love both of them i love anya olivia. taylor joy Ugh. yeah she's great she's, she's gonna be amazing yeah she, she already is i mean her just choices and what she does is cool like she's like uh the new like i'm so curious what you're gonna say I don't know. She's like the new like goth queen. Yes, yeah, she's, she's like yeah. the new Winona Ryder. Is, is what she I was the saying. new princess of darkness? Yeah. Was she the new um, baby princess? Who were we saying was that? Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver. Weaver. Well, she was the queen, and then yeah. Winona was the princess. And oh, so so <laughs> Anya is the baby. Yeah, baby princess. Baby princess. She's so interesting looking, and she's such an interesting actress. She's beautiful. Yeah. She is. Beautiful. She is for sure. And then Olivia Cook is in Bates Motel. I know we don't talk about TV. Ooh, we almost went the whole episode without talking about TV. Yeah, thanks. Oops, oopsie, whoopsie. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, <laughs> it's my new thing. I'm yeah, I hate it. Uh, yeah, so Olivia Cook's in that, and I think she did an okay job in Thoroughbreds. I liked her, and I think she did a good job. Um, the style and the vibe of the movie is something I really like. The soundtrack or the whatever that was was yeah, a I little like strange. That. It was really weird. But it adds to the vibe of it as well, a little yeah. off-kilter. Um, but overall, I would suggest definitely going to see it. I don't know if you have to see and it, it was in theaters. but His directorial debut, mm-hmm. um, only the second movie he's ever written. Corey Finley. Um, yeah. For that, it's I think incredible feat. Yeah, I mean, I've started liking it more as you thought about as it. As I thought about yeah. it, and yeah. like I guess sitting on it a little bit. I, I feel yeah. that way with Killing of a Sacred Deer at first, that, which another movie we saw together. Yeah, uh, felt the same way. I think it's just the way these movies, the vibe they give you. I, I just feel like dirty or like not dirty, but just so off. It's such an off-putting theme that I'm like, uh, What does that say about me? Because both of those movies, I was the only one that left being like, yeah, I yeah. love this movie. Yeah. You love sad endings. 
I guess. You're more well-adjusted than I am. So <laughs> <laughs> something like this affects me big time. Um, is there anything else you guys are looking forward to? Um, Isle of Dogs. Yeah, yeah, that does look really good. I'm Isle not, I'm not a big Wes Anderson guy, mm-hmm. but I Love think Wes that movie looks funny yeah. and cool. It's coming out at the end of the munch, mun- munch. munch. <laughs> end of the March uh, 23rd. So I'm looking forward to that. End of the one munch. Too. Uh, but yeah, we don't have a fourth chair here, so I, I'm like, I don't know how to end it anymore. <laughs> so thanks for coming, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Don't forget to tweet at us, email us, Instagram us. I don't know how that works. <laughs> yeah. You can Instagram you, us. Your face just lit you up. What were you going to say? I wasn't. It's something out for the show. Oh, <laughs> got it. Um, side note, just want to shout out to my mom. Oh. She's become a very loyal listener. And so I've actually mom. watched a couple of the movies with her. Yeah. Uh, Crazies. And she watched Still Alice. And she had some good input. I just forgot to shout her out. What but, did uh, she have to say? Well, Still Alice, she read the book a while ago when it oh, came wow. out. And... It, the the book affected her big time. My yeah. mom's like an avid reader, but she mm-hmm. had to like chill for a couple of days after reading that because it was, I mean, yeah. it's it's, it's heavy. big for her. Cause she reads like yeah. she'll just pick up another book immediately. And uh, so then she watched the movie for the first time and loved it. And she's trying to get my dad to watch it. Uh-huh. The crazies she kind of enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, my mom's very positive. I think that's where I get it from. She's very positive about about a lot of movies like she wants to find the good in it yeah um and uh she didn't watch any of these movies <laughs> she might have seen jerry Maguire, but i want to shout her out because i love uh, the way you're sitting right now sorry yeah. do you think she is listening up to this point um no <laughs> but hey you know i'll shout her out next episode i'll shout my mom literally yeah, at she any doesn't time even need to day. hear it she doesn't need to i want to shout out my mom too who's been listening yeah. a loyal listener to the podcast she can't figure out how she unsubscribed to it <laughs> and she needs to figure out how to resubscribe to it um but when she does listen to it i don't cool. my mom doesn't listen <laughs> yeah, i don't just know. shout her out though I'm gonna, I, can, I definitely shout her out <laughs> Shout out, mom. I'm also going to shout out my dad who forgets that I do this every single time I bring it up. <laughs> um, so I just want to shout out all the moms <laughs> out there. And uh, we love you and thanks for everything you do for us. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Michael Shannon. <laughs> <laughs>